This episode of the Grease Knuckles Podcast, we're going to get into crap circles. And is Australia a real place? Is it real? So hang on, you see, because you're going to get greasy. That's right. Here at the Grease Knuckles, we earn our NSFW rating. We're proud to bring you unedited, unfiltered content. That said, if you're a snowflake or a sensitive type, you might get offended. We support everyone's right to speak freely and put forth thoughts unmuzzled. So enjoy the show, but if you're not 18 or around someone who might not need to hear our thoughts, wear your headphones or find a nice little church program to listen to. Stay greasy. Welcome back to Season 2 of the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. I'm Jabone! And Jabone. Yo! Ha <laughs> ha! got my aliens! And Australia! Australian aliens! Yeah. Australians, uh, Australia is fake as fuck, in case you wanted to know. <laughs> and crop circles are, in fact, fake as fuck as well, in case you were wanting to know. So, I've always started out like this. Do you, do you believe that crop circles are, like, a legit thing? Or do you think they're man-made? Do you think they're alien-made? How about we start out by cracking this here caffeine open, because I am thirsty. You know what? That's a good damn idea. Cheers, Cheers, bud. Cheers, knuckleheads. I believe that there have been real crop circles. Okay. That being said, I do not believe that all crop circles are real. All right, I believe that Australia is real. That's period. Just, <laughs> that's yeah. Period. Period. Well, there are some uh, there are some nut cases that believe Australia is not real. Really? <clears throat> oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's people that think that, uh, and I think it was seventeen seven. I'll just say seventeen fifty six. I don't remember the date exactly, that uh, the UK or Britain had too many, or Great Britain, had too many prisoners because there were up to, what on what I found, and this, this seemed legit because I found a couple different places, there were about 250 crimes punishable by death. Damn. Because they had too many, there was too much theft because everybody was poor. There's too much just murder, you know, everybody's just killing everybody. So they they decided that like like for an example, it was a different crime. If you murdered somebody with a knife, that was a different crime than murdering somebody with a hammer. So they broke it down like that, right? Damn. So two hundred and fifty something different ways that you could be found guilty and killed. <clears throat> Theft up to like twelve pence, which is not a billion dollars even back then 12 pence yeah. was not terribly too much so so one of the theories is they had all these prisoners and they said there's too many people here and they made up the continent of Australia to these people and said we're going to ship all of our prisoners to Australia that's how we're going to solve the problem so the theory is 
They got all these motherfuckers on boats, pulled out into the middle of the whatever oceans are there, Atlantic, I don't know, and kicked them all <laughs> off the boat. And then they came back weeks later and said, hey, we dumped them all off in Australia. That's a theory. Huh. That's a real theory. That so, mostly, so that's how Australia came to be. Right. So, I mean, there's... So, up to this day, they think that, like... If they say they're taking you to Australia, it's actually just, just a different part of South America. Or, you know, they, if, you, if you're in Australia and you say you're going to, like, a different part of Australia, they just fly out, fly around a little bit, and land in a different part of South America. And there's people that believe this hook, line, and fucking sinker. I want... Can you see, like... I know people believe that oh all the photos from NASA are fake all that can you see Australia from like outside you know what I'm saying closer to the moon what do you mean outside like closer to the moon if you're almost to the moon can you see like if you take a picture of the world can you see Australia so the argument for that is that it's uh is that every picture from space, that's the same argument, is just a digital picture if Australia's in it. Yeah. I mean... So they've just been continuing on this fucking hoax. Yeah. The, I mean, there's... So another thing I found, though, was, like, bushfires from space in Australia. Because they have, like, enormous bushfires sometimes. Yeah. So there's stuff saying you could see... That you could see Australia from space. You could see the fires from space. I mean... But any, most of the people that believe in this are flat earthers, too. Ah, uh, that makes sense. That's where this whole rumor started to circulate. It was among the flat earther community. <laughs> so, it's such a weird thing to try to, to try to find anything about. Because everything you look up is just crazy people. Like, yeah. But, I mean, I found, I found a lot of articles that I think said... It's, it's funny, because flat earthers believe that you can't go to Antarctica... And yeah. then there was a guy debunking him, and he's like, look. And he pulled up a website where you can... It's pretty much like LinkedIn or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And he's like, you can apply to work there. And they're like, oh, yeah, but if if you do get the job, they'll just take you somewhere else and just claim it's Antarctica and all this other shit. And uh, apparently they're like... The Flat Earth community is saving up a bunch of money to travel down to Antarctica to see for themselves but they're like oh we're gonna get stopped along the way and we're not gonna be allowed to nobody's stopping you there's so, fucking cruises that go right down to antarctica and back well i mean these are the same people that believe the earth is just like they believe the earth is flying through space upwards at like 90 meters per second or something that there's no such thing as gravity uh, that we're just overcoming that upward force if we jump or it's not actually a rotation to the flat earth people so I found a number that was that I forgot about that was uh, the, the, the number of prisoners that they sent to Australia air quotes was 162,000 so that's Damn. a bunch of fucking people to have to deal with in the 1700s <laughs> but they, they go so far as to say that like airline pilots are in on it anybody you've ever met from Australia is a paid actor oh wow because they're saying that like think of their well here's here's their argument it's just like everything else we get into. The more you read into it, the more you think, like, I don't believe it. Like, I believe Australia's a real place. But the more <laughs> I looked into it, it was like, think about a tour bus full of Australians. 
Right. Okay. Why couldn't that be 25 paid actors? I mean, at the same sense of that, you could say, like, California is not real. You're absolutely right. You know, like, but you, you can say claim, this whole thing's not real, man. Simulation theory. Yeah, I mean, that's true, but I don't, I don't see it as being fake play. Like, where else would it be? Where South America is what what the what these people believe. So just a part of South America. The whole the whole thing. All right, the whole thing that like all the airline pilots are in on it is bullshit. If anything, they just believe the lie, too, and they think they're flying to Australia, right? Yeah. Because no way, there's no way that you could get that many people. I mean, the the estimate is there's about 25 million white Australians, I think, something like that. It's like, I can't remember the number. I found it somewhere, but... So, I mean, it, just like you said, like, there's another one that Finland is a figment of the imagination... See, that's the thing. If there is, like, extraterrestrial life out there, they're not going to waste their time on us. We're fucking retarded animals. Yeah. Like, that fucking Australia's not real, man. And we get involved in the dumbest shit. These aliens that are, like, morphing gravity and shit are looking down at us going, like, what are you talking about? You got, like, Sydney, Australia. Super famous place with the opera house and all that shit. Like, you can go there. And we're like, no, it's not. We're twisting up our tinfoil on our head, right. you know. Then it, that's the, but that's their argument. They're saying you can go there, but there is not actually where you yeah, think it is. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but God, that's. I can believe that there's certain things that the government does cover up. Mm-hmm. It's that it happens all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And it's proven when shit becomes declassified. Like, it, it comes out, oh yeah, we covered this up, we hid this, we did that. But if you have millions of people trying to keep a secret, like millions, usually, so when you look at um, Project... Blue Bean. Name, name I one. I don't know. You know? Um, that was the alien. No, no, no. No, 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 Blue Bean. The one with the LSD and shit. Oh, yeah, I'll think of it in a minute, but keep okay. going. So, with that, there was only, like... MKUltra. MKUltra. Yeah. There was, like, what, five people in on MKUltra? Like, there was a very tiny group of people. Because yeah. the more people that knows about it, you have... Oh, yeah. Everybody, like... There'll be a leak. They There will be a leak, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, with so MKUltra, they had... The main, you know, psychologist or psychiatrist or whatever running the shit, and then the supplier of the, you know, LSD and all that shit. That was pretty much it, you know. They knew there was something going on, and even the prostitutes and everything that would bring in the Johns and stuff to get doped, yeah, they didn't know what was going on. They knew they were bringing some guy in and they were going to drug him, yeah. And that was pretty much the extent of it, you know, like. But that's how you keep secrets. You keep very small people. If you've got millions, all it would take is someone going, I have a crazy secret about Australia that you guys will never, well, never understand. And I'll, if you give me 10 grand, I'll pay you. So or I'll talk to you. So, but also the theory falls apart because if you, you can fly to Australia 
and drive across Australia, right? Yeah. If it were in South America, eventually you'd run into somebody that speaks Spanish. I mean, it, it, in, you know, even if the roads were all circular there, eventually you'd realize you're in the same place again. So. Yeah. But see, like I thought of a good way to disprove it. You fly to Sydney, let's say. You plan a trip, drive all the way across Australia to Perth or whatever's on the other coast. I can't remember. Right? Yeah. Then, you know, you've driven across Australia. So then you fly to South America and you drive across Brazil or somewhere out there, drive across South America. As long as you're always going west or east, like the same direction. Yeah. And it, you can just look at the roads. Like, the mm. roads are fucking different. The dirt's different. The dirt's different. The fucking people are different, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. That It's hard to... It's hard to believe that, but I'd, I'd have to look into it more. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean... I am open-minded to, to shit like that, but it's like, yeah. man, millions of people having to keep a secret... Yeah, I don't That's believe rough. that part at all. I'm just saying, like, even if the, even if the land masses on Earth don't look anything like I think they do, you could fly to Australia and put GPS in your car and drive all the way around the coast. I mean, that would take a lot of effort for somebody at Facebook or somewhere to be sitting there going, "Oh shit! Like, you landed in Australia. We gotta upload the program, the Australia program, to his GPS, like to every single person that's doing that at yeah. all." Unless we were in a simulation, and then we just well, that'd be easy. Yeah. Fucking, like going as to a soon as you cross through, like, you know, a checkpoint, mm -hmm. it's just like, pew! yeah, being like going to a different level in the game. Yeah, easy. Yeah, so it's just one big open world. You know what it's called? Open world games. So yeah, you can run around everywhere. Yeah. So, do you want to hear about crop circles? So let's get into crop circles, there, Jimbo. So, I believed. I was like, well, I'm pretty sure I could make a crop circle. Yeah. You know, easy, whatever seen it done on TV yeah so apparently there was two guys back in the 70s mm -hmm. right and uh, they got together and started you know drinking and everything one of the guys guess where he was from motherfucking Australia cut <laughs> was it really yeah what and a coincidence he like he was in Great Britain and went down to Australia <laughs> for a little while came back to Great Britain, met up with this dude. And they became friends and started hanging out at the bar, drinking and stuff. And it wasn't until, I think, 1991 that they came out and was like, hey, by the way. Um, but yeah, it was Doug Bauer and Dave Chorley. Now, <laughs> in the 70s they started mm -hmm. because... Whenever the guy that went down to Australia, he came back and started talking to this guy, and he's like, you know, it's pretty cool. Like, they have these little circles from, like, wind currents and shit. And he had heard in the news and stuff like that where they had taken pictures of these, and they were, like, kind of shitty looking, but they were circles, and people were like, oh, this is cool. But it was before the whole UFO crop circle phenomenon, you know? But he's just like, you know what? What if we did something like that? So they started talking about it, and they were like, that, that's pretty funny. One of the guys that was running a shop ended up getting this big metal bar that, like, held his doors closed to his shop. Uh-huh. You know, like, I guess uh, anti-theft right. protection, you know? 
1970s anti-theft protection. Yeah. Big ass metal bar. And they drug it out into the field where there's a lot of wheat and everything. And they started, they made this gigantic, huge circle in the in the field. And they, they were like standing back looking at their work and they're like, man, that's, that's pretty cool. They ended up doing this for two years. Like where they'd go out, I think it was every weekend. They'd go to the bar, get some drinks, go out to the field and start doing, uh, somebody, and start doing like crop circle stuff, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but it never really took off because there was, there was nobody around to look at it. Right. Like, they were just doing it for their own fun. Yeah. And it was a time for them to just hang out with each other and something fun for them to do. And I get that, you know, but so fast forward, they're like, man, we really want this to like take off somewhere. So there was a very like high touristy area that was called like the cheese something like was it in England? Is that where the yeah, um, it was like cheese or some shit. Anyways, cheese, cheese or cheese or some debris region. Yeah, over in the cheese region. But uh, so anyways, started. So yeah, it was called Cheese Foot Head. Cheese Feet Face. Cheese Foot Face and fucking Head. But it was a well-known like beauty spot for tourists to go <laughs> and, you know, fuck, I guess. I don't okay. know. But Word. <laughs> it was like on top of this hill that Cheese overlooked this fuck, nice right? like field, right? Yeah. And they had just planted wheat there. Mm. So as the wheat started coming up, whenever it got time, they were like, all right, let's fucking do this. They got drunk. You know, went out to the field and did an 80 foot crop circle, just this massive fucking circle. Mm-hmm. And then it started gaining attention like crazy, pretty much overnight. They started getting all this recognition, and people were wondering, like, what the hell is going on? So then they really started amping up the game and doing all these circles all over the place, and people came out constantly. And the reason that they were able to get away with this is the farmers didn't give a shit. They did not look into it because it just brought business. Yeah. You know, so they didn't care that their wheat was getting destroyed and all this other stuff. So they were just able to do their thing. And uh, there's a bunch of people coming forward like, I know what's going on. The fucking aliens are coming. You know, Mm -hmm. all these tenfold people. Yeah. And they actually had like world-renowned scientists going over there and like government officials going over there to like try and figure out what these are why are they here why are they just popping up all of a sudden yeah and they they would just stand back and like admire their work now they actually became they got on a board for like ufo uh crop sighting like they got on a team for that yeah where they would look for crop circles yeah and they would go hey we'll we'll tip you off if you know we get any information (laughs) (laughs) so it steered people's eyes away from them because they're like man we really want to figure it out you know (laughs) they were in the in the circle to to say it a different way you know no pun intended and uh see what you did there yeah appreciate it so they were going around making these circles and they'd call the government or the uh, sightings line or whatever and be like, holy shit, we just found another one, you know? Like a hotline? Yeah. Yeah. And 
then these uh, really like well-respected scientists were like, no, we know what it is. It's spot, you know, wind, currents, blah, blah, blah. That's all it is. It's not UFOs. Because if it was UFOs, it wouldn't just be in a circle. You know, like, there would be some, something else going on. Like, if it was done by aliens and stuff, you know? But just because it's in a perfect circle means that it's the wind doing this and that. And they were on that team of investigators. Yeah. So they're like, well, all right, then. So they start doing all these weird fucking, like... Patterns up, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Just to throw them off. And then they were like, well, I guess it's not the fucking wind. Now, years later, the wife of one of the men was like... She noticed that the odometer... Because they were going out, at this point, every day. And doing different crop circles. Right. Like, just driving all over the place. And they were like... You know, staying one step ahead. Oh, man, we got another sighting over here. Another one. Yeah. So, years later... The wife looked at the car and seen the odometers like crazy amount of miles on it and she's like what the fuck is going on yeah and he's like all right this came is clean yeah he came clean to his wife his wife was like you're full of shit and he's like okay that's fine he's like draw a pattern on this piece of paper so she drew a pattern and they went out that night and fucking <laughs> it just did this in the in the fields you know but then they start popping up all over the place, you know, copycat ordeals, you know. And even whenever they came clean about it, they came clean in 91. So, like, <clears throat> 20 years later. Right. They were like, okay, FYI, you know, one of the guys stepped forward and was like, we were doing it. Uh, it was a fun time where... We could just hang out with each other and have something to do, blah, blah, blah. And uh, they were like, nope, nope, that doesn't make sense. And people had made, like, you got to remember, this is 20 years later. Yeah. So people have made careers off of crop circles. Yeah. Like UFO and crop circle investigators. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> they've made full-on careers. And then this guy comes out and is like, no, it's a hoax. Like, we started it back in the 70s. And people were like, nope, nope, that doesn't make sense because they started popping up in Canada and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they wouldn't accept the fact that, like, they were just copycats of, you know, blank. But So I'm old enough I remember this. Yeah? Like, I remember this being on TV sometimes and stuff like that when I was real young and I'm showing the guys with the boards with the ropes on it where they would walk and just stamp the wheat down. Yeah. Because then it came out that... Then it came out that those guys were liars... Because they were saying when they stomp the wheat down, it breaks the stalks over. Yeah, instead of bending it. Instead of bending it like yeah. us, like they're saying the aliens would. Like some of them are obviously fake. Like I've seen a crop circle that was like Space Invaders, like yeah. the game. This guy, these guys used a metal bar, and they would just roll it. Yeah. Like over all the all the wheat and everything. Um, yeah, the ones done in the cornfields, they're like, oh, well, we can tell if it's real, you know. Because yeah, they're the experts. They're, right? they're bent over. They're right. not broken. And yeah, yeah. But uh, so yeah, I thought that was funny. Like those guys went out, and this was just a normal thing for them, like a normal day. Yeah, you know. But one of the guys was 
Yeah, after they first started until the two-year mark where they actually did a cheese foot head, yeah. you know, mountain or whatever, he was ready to give up. He's like, look, this is a lot of work because they were getting yeah. up there in age, you know. He's like, this is a lot of work and it's not really gaining any attention. And they didn't do it for, like, money or anything like that. They did it strictly just to get a laugh out of it, you know, right. and to have something fun to do with each other. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought I thought that was pretty good because he's like, I'm done. Like nobody's catching on to this thing. Whatever, I'm over it. And he's like, eh, let's try one more place, Cheesefoot Head. And now it's a fucking crazy worldwide phenomenon. Yeah, it's kind of like the it's kind of like the way that one of the theories about how Bigfoot started. Remember, the guy said his dad was the one that made the big feet. He yeah. would go to job sites and put them in the mud just to fuck with people. Yeah, and then if anything like broke or whatever, they'd be like, "Oh, it's just a fucking yeti." Yeah. Bigfoot, <laughs> the Bigfoot man. <laughs> yeah. So, but I don't know, man. I think I've, I mean I've seen some crop circles that look like you'd have to have a whole like army of motherfuckers do some of them. Yeah, but some I mean, of them are crazy intricate. Like. I don't know. Some people say that they can be caused by electromagnetic, which flat earthers <laughs> fucking love that word. Yeah, electromagnetic. electromagnetic. Everything. It's electromagnetic. This, but all, yeah, they're they're either caused by electromagnetic bullshit, uh, wind patterns, like pop up. Uh, what do they call it? Essentially, like a pop-up windstorm or whatever. Oh yeah, like a almost like a rogue wave. Yeah, just a, a spontaneous windstorm. Which that was crazy about being in the desert, seeing all those desert tornadoes, where the yeah. wind would start going. But or people just going around there and stomping around. And then they they also think that maybe the aliens seen these like crop circles popping up. Yeah. And they're like, well, maybe they have a sense of humor and just came down and would do a couple, you know, whatever. So. Well, I think, I think like, I don't know. I, I like to believe that there's aliens out there. But yeah. see, all this stuff that we know is only what we've been told. Like, yeah. I can't fly out into space and prove anything. Yeah. Myself. Like, there's guys that have tried to do it, but somehow their rockets always fail. They get sabotaged. That's like the flat earth, earthers talk about that guy. I think we actually talked about that before. That guy that built his uh, homemade rocket. Yeah. And then he crashed into the ground, died. The parachute failed or whatever. So yeah. he was going to be like the first. Obviously, you got Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. Did you Bezos see that rocket, though? Yeah. Yeah, like something that like <laughs> a 10-year-old built. But I'm just saying, the parachute failed and he died. Yeah. And now you got Bezos, who did that dick-shaped rocket and wears a cowboy hat when he rides in it that's real weird but and elon musk is building rockets but he's got somehow they i mean like he's gonna have to take a fucking camera up there which i mean i don't know maybe they did sabotage that guy like maybe he did however comma <laughs> comma you see where um evil knievel tried to jump the grand canyon yeah. And he crashed in his rocket. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not a crazy phenomena for some redneck homemade slop together rocket 
to go to shit, you know. Right. But at the same time, maybe because that guy that created like the hydro engine and all that stuff, where yeah. it just run off water, and they're like, oh, only a gallon every six months or yeah, some shit. Yeah, that thing will go across the states, the United States, on like a gallon of water or whatever. Yeah, it's crazy. And shit like that, and then they come to his house, pick everything up, and take it away, and you know, tell him, nope. You're done. Like, you can make this one engine, but that's it. Like, Ernie. So, they look at it like that, too. I mean, think about it. If we just, if everybody swapped over to a water-powered car. Yeah. Like, gasoline would just be. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Yeah. What would you need it for? Right. You know, it'd be five cents a gallon. No, you'd have to pay somebody to come get it. But we, I mean, we already did that, though. They had steam engines. Yeah, but it wasn't as effective as... Well, no, but... You know. You had to have a lot of water, but... And build a fire in there still. I don't know. But if you had, like, a strictly, like, hydro-powered car, gasoline would just be useless. And that's... 20... Here in Georgia, like, 28 cents a gallon goes, goes to tax. Gas yeah. tax. That's... Yeah. Hundreds... Of millions of dollars every year, if not billions, just from Georgia's gas tax. Well, yeah, and then they tried to fool everybody a while back and say that they got they were bringing gas prices down. Old Sleepy Joe did, but that's all they did was suspend the gas tax yeah, for a month, like, I think, or two. Yeah, it was like two months or whatever. But I don't know, man. They they can't get rid of the oil. You know, gas and all that shit. We still got to have it as a lubricant unless we're going to start killing sperm whales again <laughs> using spermaceti. <laughs> I know all about that too. Yeah. I've done a lot of research on whale whaling. Whaling? Whaling? Yeah. I think that's really neat. I like that scrimshaw shit. That's the art they did on the whale teeth and whale bones. Yeah. It's blue, almost looks like China. Like whaling Jennings? Like whaling Jennings, yeah. That's a good name for a whaling ship. <laughs> whaling Jennings. Yeah. That's a good idea. Like, yeah, never mind. I'll talk about that later. But, <clears throat> yeah. But I think that there's arguments to be made on all this, whether you believe it or not, that you could not convince yourself either way, but you could have a convincing argument either way. Yeah. Like, the flat earthers think the reason all the water doesn't run off the earth is because there's an earth, I mean, an ice wall all the way around us. Like, we're like a hole in the middle of an ice wall, which makes no fucking sense because how would we be heated? Well,. The thing is, right, because I've looked into a lot of the flat earth shit, you know, because I had a buddy in the Navy that he was sold out and nobody could tell if he was like playing with us or, you know, actually invested in it. But he would always claim that he was flat earth and he would just debate people on it and people would like bring him into like you know the maintenance shops and be like tell them what what, yeah. what you said yeah and he's like yeah look at the crazy I person i believe in flat earth and they're like what the fuck and then they start laughing at him and trying to bait him and everything so i started looking into it one thing that they cannot come up with is a model that covers like seasons uh time changes stuff like that they have to have a different model for each thing for each like oh well because it's light on this side and dark on this side. If you use this model, it makes sense. It's yeah. like, okay, well, prove the seasons then with that model. 
oh well we have this model yeah to prove you know yeah and they have to have like seven different models to account for everything whereas we just have one model and it covers the glo everything the globular model yeah it's like all right well here is a globe that you can put in your fucking you know school classroom and this covers seasons why it's light and dark you know Do all it. that like one of the I don't know if we've talked about this but one of the arguments that people make about like uh, flat earth or just kind of everything being bullshit is that maps look the same today as they did like hundreds of years ago like how they get the shape of the continents right <laughs> Ernie excuse me how they get the shape of the continents right in like the 1700s when they couldn't there was no aerial view well, they, they don't look exactly the same. I mean, I have a globe at my house. It's like a rolling bar. Yeah. That's from, like, the 1700s or something. Yeah. It's obviously, like, a replica. Right. But, yeah, I mean, it's got, like, sea monsters on it and all yeah, sorts of shit. Yeah, but they're close. Yeah, they're close. But I think, but, like, if you look at a map from the 1700s, like the, like the coast of Florida and all that kind of shit, which... I think obviously, if you're like a cartographer and you made maps, you could you could measure from coast to coast yeah. how many miles it is. But you know how long that would take to yeah. just measure like the dick part of Florida to see like <laughs> how wide it is from the base to the tip. Well, I mean, you had across. You had the fucking explorers that their entire job was just to map shit out. You know, like with Sacagawea and those those two. Uh, Famous explorers, Jesus Christ. Oh, Hansel and Gretel. No. What the fuck? <laughs> Key and Peel. Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. No, I know who you're talking about. Fuck. They went west. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they landed here. Was it John Adams? No. No. Christopher Columbus. No, fuck. Magellan. Don't pause it, don't look it up, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right there. Like yeah. Sacagawea. I know. It's the motherfucker. It's like Thompson and Ames. I know what you're saying. The two guys God. that went west. Fuck. But we yeah. shouldn't be running a podcast. We should be looking up history. I remember like Mason and Dixon, right? Oh my God. They're so famous yeah. too. But so anyway. Somebody is screaming at their phone right now. Hey, you fucking idiots. Because I do that when I listen to things and they're trying to figure something out and I know it. And I'm just like, fucking say it. Like, yeah. Man, like, obviously, I'm full of useless information, so it'll be, like, an actor in a movie. I'm pretty good with those when it's, like, the 90s movies yeah. and stuff, but I don't know anybody knew Justin Bieber. So Well, it's the same thing with, like, oh, what's the capital of this? Or, you know, how many states are there or yeah. something? And 53. Yeah. Yeah. 48. So, there's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. They're famous map makers, and they yeah. went west. Yeah. There's two of them. Yeah. Two guys. That traveled with the... Little native girl. Yeah. Right? You remember her name, Sacagawea, but you can't remember, like, the white man's name. That's terrible. You know that? I'm Native American. What do you want from me? Uh, how? Just, you're, just, you're, just, you're just, like, just walking on, stepping all over my culture here, Jimbo. All those no. Scottish people that were starving and came over here? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm Scottish and. Oh, I almost had it. American. It was right there on the tip of my. I almost had it. It's hard to think about it and talk, so there's not yeah. dead air. But. Yeah, but yeah it's the same like, thing with, like, oh, well, what's. Five times five minus two or something, and someone's like, "Uh, oh, fucking turdy treat." You my, know? Pro my, my 
my only issue with what I'm saying about the map makers is I could drive around New York City in a car and I couldn't draw it on a map and it'd be the right shape. But what if that was there's that what if yeah here it comes that was your entire job like you grew up only doing maps you you yeah, never like went those to two famous guys yeah like those two famous guys and that Native American girl uh, they made a dollar after her yeah. They so, this old guy. They called them doubloons because <laughs> they were gold, remember? Yeah. So, but what if that was your only job? Like, you didn't go to school. You didn't learn algebra and, you know, all that shit and fucking history. I think you'd have to know a certain amount of trigonometry, but... But that's the thing. Like, your entire job was to make maps. That's what you're going to be. You're going to be an explorer. You're going to make maps. And then, obviously, you don't start out with, like, hey, we're going to drop you in Florida and you have to walk the dick. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying, you know, yeah. you start out small. You start just making maps around your fucking backyard, you know. All right. And Basically, you get used with a blindfold. It. You'd have to walk around your backyard. But my point is, if you, if you sailed around America in the 1700s, just, like, sailing, like, looking at the coast on your right side, you know, and then... All of a sudden, it, 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 you wouldn't even know that you were going around the tip of Florida. Yeah, you would. If oh, you had, if you had a compass. Okay, so you'd know you changed directions. Yeah. So, yeah, but the, but they'd be such they'd be I guess well I guess now that I'm saying it out loud I guess if you knew all the degrees and stuff that you were turning it'd be, you could do it. Yeah, those motherfuckers went off like yeah. the stars and shit. Well, yeah, like, but they had like sextants and quadrants and yeah. compasses and all that. So I guess like I guess if you're sailing 33 degrees whatever whatever by 44 degrees whatever 16 minutes you know so 4746 I guess it would be I guess it would make more sense then I was thinking about it more like in a like a retard making a map maybe I should say retard but like me making a map and an idiot <laughs> but yeah so you start walking and you're like just walking around with a pencil and a piece of paper like I turned a little bit left here and a little <laughs> bit right there and then oh well I came across a river but it started out like small you know and yeah. the, they would just get dropped off and be like, good luck, motherfucker. It's just like the the fur traders. Those guys were animals. Like fucking animals. Not yeah. really fucking animals, but you know it's what gross, I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, that's nasty. But they would just Lewis get... Lewis and Clark! <laughs> Woo! Got it! Lewis and Clark! It was like right there. Sorry. But... Sorry no, if no, that you... blew anybody's eardrums yeah, out. Fucking... Wake up, bitch! Uh... Fuck, that was driving me crazy. Oh, man, me too. I was like, the two fucking famous people. But, yeah, those fur traders were gnarly dudes. Yeah. They'd just start, all right, I got my knife. I got my canteen. Let's oh, fucking yeah. do this shit. And they'd just go off into the mountains somewhere and, like, build themselves a cabin, do all that shit, start just murking animals. Yeah. You know, killing these fucking huge Setting bears and shit. And all that, yeah. Yeah. Were animals, and you didn't just start yeah. out like that, you know. You didn't just start out as an animal, like just like right out of the womb, killing <laughs> chickens and rats, Rah! and just running around. Yeah, I get, the, I get that whole like you had to be like a pretty hardy fellow to do that kind of stuff. I, I don't know. I think there's probably like point zero 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 one percent of people that could do that today. Yeah, oh, it's probably less than that. Like just almost nobody, unless. Obviously, you're in some tribe, you know. Yeah. Down but in, you have training then. Like, if you yeah. learn to survive, then obviously you could go survive. 
like South America, Australia. All you got to do is watch one season of that show alone, and you'll see just how fucking stupid people are. Ernie, they're living on like an island full of bears and shit. And if, so how they don't get eaten, I don't understand. Like when I watch that show, like I know they have medical, they have medical emergency personnel on standby. Still takes them a couple hours to get there, and they're out there with a satellite phone and a bunch of cameras that they carry around, and they just—it's just them. They drop them off on Kodiak Island, off the coast of Vancouver or wherever it is, and they—they—they they see who can stay out there the longest. Have you seen this show? No. You should watch it. It's, it's probably like Bear Grylls. That motherfucker uh, made it seem like he was staying in like an ice chest and all this other shit. No, and no, no. In reality, they would shoot for like an hour and a half. Yeah. And then he'd go stay in a hotel. But that's not what this is. He had a camera crew with him. Or at least somebody carrying a camera sometimes and shit like that. This this is like they have to build a house or build a, a somewhere to sleep. A structure. But, yeah, yeah. But... I'm talking about like, like the like, the big fat dude will go out there, right? And then they'll drop him off. That motherfucker will lose thirty pounds in the first two weeks because he ain't got shit to eat. He's sleeping on the ground. There's fucking bears everywhere and shit. And they tap out left and right. They just start dropping like flies. See, there was this one. Uh, have you heard of Mr. Beast? Yeah. I so, mean, I've heard of him. But I have no idea what he does. I know he's like the most popular person on YouTube or something. Yeah. But I've never watched anything he's ever done. This guy spends like millions sometimes on videos. Like a lot of times he's even said he loses money when he makes YouTube videos. Yeah. Even though he'll make like fifteen right. million dollars. He loses off. money on that video. Yeah. Yeah. But he ended up getting this one guy and he's like, if you can stay in this house for like this six months or something like that then i'll give you two hundred thousand dollars or three hundred thousand dollars or whatever and he made it seem like it was just the worst thing ever but he had plenty of food he had plenty of water like all that shit i was like you know how easy did he make it yeah the guy made it yeah but he was like oh man it's such a struggle this that and the other but towards the end Mr. Beast started fucking with him, like tearing half of his house away and shit like that. I thought you were gonna say like a cave. But, I could stay like underwater for six months for three hundred thousand right? dollars. That's what I'm saying. And when it comes to shit like this, and people, you know, I see Facebook posts about, oh well, could you go without your phone and internet for yeah six months and get paid a million dollars? Oh like, my god, I was on deployment. I didn't have a fucking phone. Like, yeah. well, I had one, but it didn't fucking work because you're on the boat, but. I guess now they have like Wi-Fi and shit on the boats, probably, which is pretty cool. But yeah, I look at these shows and I'm like, that could be so easy. That's a pretty stupid premise. But I mean, one of these one of these girls that I seen on TikTok, she did the Naked and Afraid or whatever. Yeah, and she's like, that shit is brutal. Like, apparently, she was just she took pictures of herself after she came off the season or whatever. Yeah. It was gnarly, like all the bug bites and cysts yeah. and fucking sunburns and like. I just think that like, I, I I grew up in the woods and camping and all that stuff, so I think I could do something like that. But I also think when I watch stuff like that, like go without a phone for six months for a million dollars. Yeah. I had a smartphone in 2011. It was a BlackBerry Curve, right? <laughs> It's pretty cool. Had a touch screen and the buttons. I liked yeah. it because my fingers were all greasy at work. I could still use it. I quit using that phone 
because I quit like when I when I got when I met my wife and started dating her or whatever I didn't need Facebook and all that stuff anymore so I didn't need a smartphone yeah so I got rid of it I didn't get another smartphone until 2019 mm. 18 I had a house phone but I didn't have a fucking cell phone like I had one for work when I was in Colorado yeah it was a little flip phone that's all it was it was just so I could for work yeah. that was it bro no fucking smartphone no computer I had none of that for 10 years I didn't get paid a million dollars but it wasn't that hard yeah and I well see I feel like people cause I'm a redneck at heart you uh-huh. know so I grew up pretty much surviving off the land like we didn't have heating and air and all that shit you know we had to split our own firewood and do all that shit yeah. And most of the meat that we had, you know, I'd say 95% of all meat that we ever ate came from our land, you know? Right. So, and not cows, we did, you know, it was like deer deer, and squirrel and dove and, you know, rabbits. So, but I feel like they wouldn't choose people, they wouldn't choose a redneck to go on... To that alone they show. do they choose people that are like survival trainers they teach people to survive and they fucking lose really so yeah because they they pick people that say they teach like a survival class but they teach a survival class in like baltimore or something yeah and then they put them out there in like the real shit but see that's what i'm talking they about they fucking make it they're not like hey you from the sticks of Tennessee, do you want to go out here on this fucking island and make a million dollars? And yeah. he fucking puts his meth pipe down and he's like, I'm sorry, what'd you say? You yeah, know? well, you couldn't put a fucking meth out there. Is there fucking copper out there? They could survive the apocalypse. <laughs> Fuck cockroaches, those guys would still be around. So, but yeah, they pick people like that. Like, you gotta see this show. <laughs> they could survive the apocalypse. Yeah. They'll scratch it. Huh? They're like, there, there'll be no food. I don't eat anyways. I don't need it. I'll just suck on my teeth till it dissolves. There's fucking copper. Yeah. And that's all I need. Just some copper. Yeah. So, but yeah, you got to see this shit. It's unreal. And I'll have fucking, to... A guy from Georgia won the first season. Right? So there's 10 of them in the beginning. The guy from Georgia won the first season. They were, <laughs> they were only out there for like 35 days. Everybody tapped out within 35 days. Jesus. Yeah. This motherfucker was like eating bull kelp off the beach and like he's crawling around the ground eating acorns and wild onions and shit. Like he's starving to death when they went and got him. Like he was fucking, he was a big dude when he went out there, probably 250 pounds, you know, six foot or so. So he's a fucking big dude. Yeah. They went and got him. He was like 160. Damn. <laughs> fucking nothing, dude. He was all skinny and I was close fit. So it's crazy though. So they just got to hunt for their food and fucking. Yeah. Yeah, they had a guy out there that, like, killed a wolverine. Like, he was a bad motherfucker, you know? Yeah. It was stealing his meat, and he went all fucking savage on it and, <laughs> you know, killed it in the dark. Damn. Yeah, he killed a moose, or an elk. I can't I think it was a moose. And he had the meat, like, up on a platform, and he built the sticks where they hung out over the poles where the shit couldn't climb up there. This fucking, you know, wolverines are. These yeah. are fucking badasses, so... It was just tearing all the shit apart trying to get up there, and he just went out there in the dark and was like, you hear him screaming and fucking. He comes back to the camera, he's like, I fucking got it! You're like losing his mind, but yeah, you gotta check that shit out. So, can you bring. Is it all like homemade? You can bring 10 things, I think. 10 things? Oh. But not okay. a gun. You can't bring a gun. You what can about bring a bow? A bow and arrow. 
a knife, you know, a fire stick, and I don't know what, I don't know what the ten, like, you get, it might not be ten things, it might be five, I can't remember. Because. I always thought bring a book. So on Naked and Afraid, she was talking about, you bring, I think it's three things with you that you want to take, or maybe five things with you that you really want with you. Yeah. You bring it up there and you give it all to them, and then apparently, because I've never seen the show, I just watched this girl talk about it. I've never seen it either. And but apparently, I know what it is. they take one of your five items and put it in your bag, so you don't know what you're getting. You know, yeah. you're getting one of your five items, but you don't know what you're getting. So five pairs of pants. That's what I bring. Know what I'm getting? Yeah. So, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Guess. Yeah. Australia, uh, it is real, it isn't real. I just think that my, my whole outlook on this Australia being real or not is you can look at anything like that, just like you said. Yeah. I mean, I've driven to California, I've driven across America, whatever. But, you know, like, California could just, I mean, I don't know. You know, it takes the same amount of time to drive there every time, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So I know I'm driving to the edge of America, to a coast. And I've driven right. coast to coast twice. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I know. I mean, but it's just like anywhere you haven't been, you know, I can say Ireland isn't real. Right. You know, I could say Cuba is not Finland's real. Finland's not real. Yeah. Also. Just, I think it's just those people that haven't gotten out. You know, yeah. they're fucking, and they're playing modern warfare with their 14 two liters of Mountain Dew. Yeah. With their tinfoil hat on, they're like, this is this is my safe space. And then somebody tells them, "Yeah, there's a guy. I, I'll show you the guy after we get done because I don't want to put it on here. Just you know, don't want to get in trouble." But now here's a guy. There's a guy who believes <laughs> Australia is not real. I think I kind of told you about him that he was like, "I just want to apologize," and then fucking he did the Conor McGregor apology. Yeah, absolutely fucking no. You know, like so. But I'll show you that dude. But yeah, I guess I we gotta. Crop circles aren't real, and if they are, it's just. Aliens playing the game too, because they're yeah. not wanting to talk to us anytime soon. I think we're fucking that's, stupid. I think that's absolutely possible. Yeah, yeah. They're just they're watching us like we watch ants run around. Yeah, like, they just dumb on their way passing by. They're like, oh shit, yeah. With their rubber wheels and jet engines. Yeah, <laughs> idiots. Fucking idiots. Yeah. So I guess that's probably gonna gonna wrap us up, huh? Yeah, it's going to be it from us here at the Greasy Knuckles Podcasting Studio. Remember, if you're going to get greasy, go knuckles deep. That's right. Holy shit, what is that? ready for fucking ear cancer. Here it comes.